Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both Snooze Fest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Nas is the founder of Next Level Up CEO and the Easy Yes Method. Over the last 12 years, she's worked with over 400 coaches, consultants, and healers to 2 to 5x their revenue while turning strangers and lurkers into premium clients in just seven days. She also happens to be my business strategist and business BFF. If you're new here, scroll way back into the vault to listen to our last conversation on episode 32 of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast, where we discuss the value of strong friendships in business. Nats, welcome back to the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. I'm so happy to be chatting with you today. Same, same. It's always a pleasure. And I always love when I get another invite on here. Anytime, anytime. So I wanted to bring you onto the podcast today to break down some of the differences between a business coach and a business strategist, because I think sometimes people don't realize that there's a difference. Can you help break this down for us? Like, what does a coach do? And what is the role of a strategist? And how do you know which is the best fit for you? First of all, I love that you're asking this question because I say this to you all the time, but I also say it to everyone where I wish there was more education or understanding between the difference. And one of the big things I will share as a caveat here is I can only speak um, for myself and what I do as a strategist. So I'm going to give you a little bit of like a brief overview, but also kind of like just take note that everything I'm saying is really my specific way of how I work as a strategist. So I, you'll see me talk a lot about coach versus strategist, and it's never trying to like downplay what coaches bring to the table. Cause I really do think there's so much value behind coaches, um, and what they bring to the table in the, in the business realm. But the really important thing to understand is that as a coach, oftentimes what they bring to the table and what they're meant to support, um, businesses in doing is one, really understanding the daily difficulties of running a business. Like what's the, what's missing? What is that? What are you, what's not there for them to maximize their potential? So it's really supporting the you in your business is the way I look at it. So they're helping you kind of take more meaningful action, giving you accountability, um, really just supporting you and becoming the best that you can. And a lot of the pro the, the difference in this, the process is, is that the approach they take versus a strategist. So so as a coach, typically what happens is they're going to guide you through asking um, really powerful questions and they're going to support you in helping you improve your mindset and behaviors and decision making. And their goal really is to ask questions so that you come to the conclusion on your own. OK, so that's really freaking powerful for some people. But there's some people who are like, I have no clue where I need to go. I don't know where the problem is. I don't know what's coming up. And it's not to say like, I know I hear a lot of people say the answers are inside of you. And in a way I get that. Like I understand I'm doing air quotes and you probably can't see them. Um, but the reality of it is we didn't all start businesses as like marketing experts or as business experts. We started a business for the passions that we have and the things we bring to the table. And so for myself as a strategist, one of the most important things is that I help 
immediately diagnose problems for my, my clients. So everyone has constraints. And like you and I did this when we worked together, like I immediately could tell you, Hey, here's your constraint. The problem is if you go into a coaching relationship or a strategy relationship, whatever it is, mentorship, and you don't actually know the constraints in your business, then you're just kind of willy nilly solving for what you think needs to be fixed. Right. Um, and you and I even had that conversation, but like so many people come to me and they're like, Oh, I just need more leads in my business and come to find out they have a decent amount of leads. The problem is those leads aren't converting to booked calls or whatever the next step is. Or it could be that those calls aren't converting and had a high enough rate into um, clients. Or it could be that their clients on the back end aren't actually getting as good enough as results as they should be and they're not retaining them. Those are the four main constraints in any business. So first and foremost is that it's about really being able to diagnose the real constraint in your business. So we're solving for the right problem. And eliminating all this like extra heartache and hard work around things that aren't really broken, right? And then the second thing is I always say that a coach will oftentimes tell you the what, but not the how. So at, for myself as a strategist, and again, I'm only speaking for myself, um, I actually give my clients a step-by-step -step approach. So it's like me giving you an entire like roadmap, but also telling you here are the steps to take. So I always make the the difference uh, really being that like a coach will tell you, go grow your Facebook group. And you're left sitting there saying, well, what am I going to do to do that? How do I grow my Facebook group? And you're left kind of figuring out those pieces as a strategist, as a consultant, as what I do, I come in and I actually say, we're going to grow your Facebook group. Here are the exact steps we're going to take based on your personality, based on how you show up best and based on your audience and what's going to work best for them. And here's how we're going to set this up. And here's how we're going to track it. Like I'm going to go through all of those detailed steps. So when I'm working with my clients, I'm diagnosing, we're developing strategies and systems and um, having all of that based on them. So like my clients don't look like many versions of me. Um, whereas oftentimes with coaches, they are teaching a tried and true strategy that they've used, but not necessarily can they diagnose and develop strategies and systems based on you, your personality, what your lifestyle is, what your clients are doing. So there's kind of like that line in the sand of understanding. Um, so first that's that part. And then knowing when to hire who. So I always tell people, if you have a tried and true strategy set up, so you have you know how to go get clients. You know that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and this is working famously. Then that's a good time to bring on a coach who can support you with holding yourself accountable, showing up every day at the best of your capability, like being the best leader you can be. That's a really opportune time for a coach. But if you go into a coaching relationship without the strategy, you're going to feel like you're not getting the most out of it. Yeah, I love that. All of it. That was a lot, but it was really, really good. Sorry, um, I'm, I, <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be like word vomit coming from you, but but it was good. Um, I'm thinking back to when you and I worked together. And when I first reached out to you, I don't even really fully think I, I had a solid understanding of how you were going to help me. I just felt so confident that you were, and that was good enough for me. But what I love about what you and I did was that we really, you were able to like pick through my business and see all of my blind spots. And I didn't even know I had all of these blind spots. And, and you showed them to me one by one. And then we took each blind spot and we like filled in the hole, we filled the gaps. And it was amazing. I, I feel like as a result, my, uh, my product, my, my sleep consultant certification program is stronger. And also the way that I speak about it 
is more articulate. I have a better handle on my value and why students should enroll in Center for Pediatric Sleep Management versus other programs on the market, which is something that I don't think I had a clear understanding of before we worked together. So yeah, super grateful for that. I love that. And and I I loved working with you because I think um that you I don't even think you knew why you wanted to bring on a strategist or a coach. You were kind of just like I know I, I was just ready step. to like make a big I was ready to like make a big move in my business. For me like every single year it usually happens around December, which is I think when you and I started working together at the end of the year, I make a big purchase for my business. And, and it's either, you know, one year it was working with you. uh, One year it was hiring a Google ads expert, you know, I make a big investment in my business every single year. And you were just you were my pick for for whatever year that was 2021, maybe I don't know. Um, And I had no idea really what was going to come of it. But it was pretty magical. And I still really use all of the principles that you taught me day to day. I mean, I live it, I breathe it. I love that. And and that's kind of exactly what my work as a strategist is. It's not something that's tactical. It's not like, let's fix this like algorithm problem or this. It's really understanding those blind spots, understanding where our, our innovation and articulation is and really building out the strategy that's going to last us for a long term because that's ultimately what we want in our business is something that we're not constantly shifting and evolving and rebuilding all the time. It's having something that's methodical and, and lasts us through um, and sustainability in our business. One thing that I see often with uh, sleep consultants is that they have trouble separating themselves from their competitors. Um, If I'm just going to use CPSM grads as examples, they go through my program, they learn my business model, they read my sample sleep plans, and then sometimes they struggle to adopt their own unique perspective or angle on how to best support families in a way that's truly authentic to them. Is this where you come in as a strategist and you know, what sorts of things should new sleep consultants be thinking about in order to create their own unique special sauce that ultimately will set them apart from others who are supporting a similar client base? That's such a good conversation to have. And I think um, it's such a real conversation because anytime we come into business, it can be really scary. And you're you're essentially bringing this new wave of entrepreneurs or business owners. And maybe they've been doing this in some capacity, but they're coming in here and they're like, how do I do something that gives me competitive advantage, lets me stand out from the rest of the crowd? Um, and it can be really scary because really creating that shift where you do create your own market space and create something where you aren't competing against the crowd requires you to go a little bit deep and like really look at things. And, and I'll even use you and as, as an example. When we went through this, there were times you hated me. <laughs> like, there hated. were times. <laughs> you hated me because I made you really understand and go deep to like, what it is that you really bring to the table. And it's so much easier sometimes just to go and like copy paste what someone else is doing because then you don't have to think about it and you don't have to like try and you don't have to like go deep into what you're doing. But it really is making this shift to saying, listen, I want my own space. I want I want to be able to stand proud and say, listen, this is what I do. So what ends up happening is a lot of people come in and they try to niche because that's how the market has been taught up into this point is like just niche and that'll help you do that. And ultimately, the goal of a niche is that you're creating specificity in a message, which you and I have talked about like 
articulating your message and all of that. But when you niche, you're not really necessarily being any different than anyone else. You're just speaking to a select crowd of people um, and hoping that because of that, there's less people to compete against. So it's not differentiation. It's really just trying to give yourself a leg up. So where I come in is I actually help my clients identify what is their unique special sauce. And I think um, it's it's what was missing in the market. I'll tell you this right now. Like I talk all the time about like innovation and, and revolutionizing like businesses, but it takes people almost a lifetime to try and really identify what makes them amazing and what makes them great. And either they are amazing and they're great getting their clients amazing results, but they can't put their finger on like what makes them unique. They're just like, I don't know. I just do it. It's instinctual. It's inherent. Like, I don't know. Or they are questioning, do I have anything? And they haven't really quite identified it. And they're going through a copy and paste like formula, right? So it's it's really identifying where that, that innovation is. Where is it that you're doing something that the market isn't? Where is it that you're bringing something to the table that isn't already there? And, and being able to first understand it, but then being able to communicate it. And I think those are the two biggest things. Um, and that is exactly what my clients and I work together to do is, is identify and articulate those things. Yeah, I think it's so hard. Like you really have to dig deep. I mean, so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. I'm like, nauseous about it thinking like <laughs> I'm thinking back to like when you and I worked together, I was physically ill thinking about how I really needed to develop this own identity that was like entirely different from what other programs were doing. And, and the interesting thing is I was doing something different than what other programs were doing. I just didn't have the language to communicate it. And, and so a lot of where your value came in for me is you taught me how to speak about my business in a way that clearly articulated the value in a way that it wasn't just me comparing myself to other sleep consultant certification programs. It was like, this is why this program is the in one a league of its own. It's yeah, it's, a, of its own. Exactly. It's its own thing. Ex exactly. And, and, and it works because it's true. Because, because the things that we were talking about, like it, every single little bit of it, if it wasn't there, you told me and you were like, nope, that's not there. You're saying it's there and it's not at it. Right. And so every single bit of language that we created to uh, market my program in a way that was highly effective, anything that I was saying that you felt like you were like, you think you're doing this, but you're not. So like, let's actually do this so that you're doing it right and we did so we took all of that language and we put it into action and and it was magic but it was hard work and i never want to go through that again <laughs> not to scare people or anything but and, and i think one of the things you mentioned that i really appreciate you saying is that like when i talk about differentiation when i talk about innovation and really carving out your own space it's not a marketing ploy. It's not a marketing strategy or tactic. I know it sounds like it is, and that's because that's what's being taught all over the internet. It's about actual innovation. It's about actually having something different and unique and not simply trying to market differently than others. And I think that's a huge thing that you can proudly now say is that like, I'm not just choosing to market differently. I'm choosing to actually have something truly innovative, different, unique that can now be marketed and articulated that way. And, and what you mentioned, which, which I loved, was you were already doing it. You didn't recognize it. Like you didn't know what was innovative and unique about what you were doing. And so many people of my clients who come to me, that's where they're at. They're like, 
I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's not being able to distill that, that innovative, what I call innovative genius. And when you can distill it and understand it, when I showed it to you, you were like, damn, I am good. Like I am really good at what I do. And then it was a matter of articulating it from there. So I think that's the huge, powerful, like, I want to give props to you that you were doing something amazing and incredible, even if you didn't fully understand the innovation and uniqueness behind it. Well, thank you for that. One of the, one of the major benefits of enrolling in Center for Pediatric Sleep Management versus other sleep consultant certification programs is that we really are placing a very heavy emphasis on business building and entrepreneurship. And I really, truly believe that CPSM is setting our students up to confidently and successfully launch, grow, and even scale their sleep consulting businesses. That being said, even the most successful entrepreneurs seek support from business coaches and strategists. I'm wondering, when do you think the right time is to seek that type of support? Should small business owners take a stab at going at it solo before enlisting the help from others? Great question. And before I hop into that, if you don't mind, I do want to say as someone who has literally been in the back end of her business and literally pushed her to like identify those things, I will tell you that Jane has created something in CPSM that is truly innovative. Like you will not find this somewhere else. Like I just want to be clear about that because I know sometimes it can be scary when someone comes in to invest in something and they're just like, well, she's marketing it great. Like I want to tell you, I've seen the back end. I know what she does in there and you will not find anything like this anywhere else. Just want to be clear on that. Now I'll go into your- you are too kind. And, you know, and my response to that is like, you made sure that that was the case. (laughs) (laughs) I did make sure. And so I can promise you, I can put my stamp on approval for everyone listening. Just know that. Um, So back to the question of like, when should someone bring on support? Um, I think the really important thing to know is like I, for, for what I do with my clients, I tell them that they should have brought on some form of clients, meaning that they, if someone were to come into their world right now, would they be able to say, yes, I can sign you up right now? The reason being, I think a lot of times we jump the gun and get support before we've even attempted in some way, shape, or form. And it doesn't even mean that you've gotten paid for the things you've been doing. It just means that you've experienced, okay, I've taken a client through this and I know what it feels like to go through that because you can't develop a message. You can't create client acquisition. You can't develop any strategy around how you're going to get clients until you've actually gotten a client or worked with somebody. And again, thinking of it from a standpoint, if you've helped a friend, because that's going to be what's going to actually be the foundation of a strategy and of systems of messaging. So I really tell people, make it a point to, even if you go offer your services for free, even if you're working with um, friends or family or whoever it might be, do that first, because that's going to give you the information necessary in order to actually develop strategy. Let's talk about the investment, because I think that investing in yourself as a small business owner is really scary. Sometimes for those just getting started, there's this mindset or belief that they can't spend on themselves or their businesses before they start really bringing in consistent income. Do you subscribe to that thought or are you more in the camp that you have to spend a little money to make a little money? I mean, I think it's the same matter of do you have to spend money to make a little money? No. It's either do you want to spend time or do you want to spend money? 
We all have a choice, right? It's either that I can go learn a trade from a trade school or I can spend the next six years trying to learn a trade. I make that decision. And one way or another, you're paying. You're just paying with money or you're paying with time. So I'm the type of person who's impatient. And when I visualize something, and I know you'll you'll back me up because we're both the same way. Um, when I want something and when I have a goal, I'm going to do whatever in my power in order to get to that goal. So I don't subscribe to the idea of like, you can't do it on your own. A hundred percent you can. I subscribe to the fact that like my time is way more valuable than dollars that I could make every single day. So I choose to invest money because I know that. And the scariest part is when you're not making money. And like my first investment was like $2,000 and I was making no money. And it was really scary. I literally was like, what the hell am I doing? Like, how do I know? But it's having the conviction, having the faith, knowing that your success is not optional and saying what I'm doing to achieve that is my actions are going to back up that, that idea and that knowledge. Yeah, totally agree. I'm, I'm all about investing personally. Um, I always find that spending money on myself or on my business lights the fire under me to take myself more seriously. It sort of holds me, the, the investment holds me accountable. So I really like that. I also agree with you that like time is money, right? So you can either spend a bunch of time figuring something out on your own, or you can hire an expert to help you navigate a situation that feels outside of your wheelhouse and, and save a bunch of time and, and sort of get further faster. Yeah. And I think that that's what people should really sit down and it's like they when they think, oh, I don't know if I can invest no matter what you're investing. It's either time or you're investing money. You make the choice. Yeah, I love that. That's very, very true. Um, if you think of your client profile, uh, I, I imagine some people are really, really successful and others aren't right. Like we have winners and losers and everything, unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately. Um what do you see as sort of like the main characteristics of someone who gets their business off the ground relatively quickly? I think it's conviction. Like, honestly, like your conviction in yourself, your conviction in what you're doing, like the mission you have and where you're going um, really kind of is probably the biggest leading factor because you can have conviction and not have the um, things to back it up, like we talked about, and still be successful. But when you mix conviction with actual like drive and, and and passion, those two things are truly what what sets one business apart from the other. And you'll see business owners who come in with a lot of drive but no conviction. And what ends up happening is that's going to teeter out. You know, after a certain period of time, they're going to be like, oh, it's been so hard for three months and it's just not working the way I wanted. And they're going to tap out and move on versus someone with conviction who sees this as a, a lifelong solution, something that they truly, truly believe in, then they're going to stick with it and understand it. So to me, no matter what, and I, and I've been in marketing for 20 years and business for 12, I'll tell you, I see it again and again, it's conviction and passion. Those are the two things that are going to get you across the finish line. For those who are not in a position to hire you and work with you one-on-one, -on -one, do you have other resources or perhaps group coaching programs that may be a great fit for sleep consultants or postpartum professionals that are still in more sort of like the beginning stages of getting traction in their business? 
Love this question. Absolutely. And you and I even talked about it. One of the group programs I actually created was almost with like your people in mind. Um, So I do have a group program where we take what's my easiest method, but we take the client acquisition portion of it. So we're not necessarily developing the methodology um, and going into all of that, which actually is more for people who are a little bit further along anyhow. But we develop the growth bridge to help you develop the message, the positioning and the client acquisition all the way through to like DM strategies and how you use your social media and all those pieces in between. Um, we've developed an entire um, system and strategy that works for you that we've taken from the EZS method. Um, and it's a, we have it where it's a, either eight weeks or um, for a 90-day period of time where we work together with you. And it's it's not a course. It's an actual us like sitting down and working together. And we have some amazing um, past CPSM grads who are actually in the program um, and have been loving it. So that's the best way. Um, and then also for those who just kind of want to get to know, like, who is she and like, what is she all about? I definitely recommend going and checking out my bingeable mini series um, over at easysleads.com, or you can find my podcast, um, The Business Real Talk, where um, I share just like straightforward um, uh, advice, strategies, and systems and what we do to really create sustainable growth. Um, so you can find that as well, which I'm sure we can link up into the show notes. We will do that. Thank you as always, Nas. It's always fun chatting with you and learning from you. And I can't wait to do it again soon. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, This helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.